the anointing, the anointing, and the effects of the anointing. Amen. So we're going to be talking about the anointing. Amen. Now, in this 10th chapter uh, of the book of Isaiah, and we know that Isaiah was a prophet. Amen. And so in the 10th chapter of Isaiah, the children of Israel were being oppressed by the Assyrians. Now, uh, if you know anything about God in the Old Testament, he, he would often use the enemy of Israel to teach them lessons, to uh, cause them to come back to him. And so now here it is again that God is allowing the Israelites to be uh, taken by the Assyrians. That they are being oppressed, they're being enslaved. But what we know about God, that we know that weeping endures for a night. But his joy will come in the morning. In other words, you, you may be going through now. <laughs> yeah. You, you, you may be going through now. But if you hold on. To God's unchanging hand. Joy. Will surely come. In the morning. Amen. And so now. If you read. Through chapter 10. You will find in verse. Number 27. He says. And it shall come to pass in that day. Hear this. It shall come to pass in that day. That day is the day that God had already set aside in his plan <laughs> to rescue you. Come on. Israel's plan, God's plan for Israel was not for them to always be oppressed. His plan was not for them to always be enslaved. But what happens with Israel, Israel was easily impressed. That they would easily go one way and then, and then uh, another way and, and, and then 
another way and then another way. And so what, what, what happened was every time they would replace God after God had brought them out, they would find another way to replace him with something else or someone else. Not knowing that they're binding themselves to a yoke. <laughs> Lord have mercy. And it shall come to pass in that day that his burden shall be taken away from off they, thy shoulders. And his yoke from off thy neck, and the yoke shall be destroyed because of the anointing. So, what the writer is telling us that even though you're dealing with some issues, even though that life brings struggles. And brings stress. And it, it brings worry into many lives of Christian people. I got good news for you. That in that day, the same thing. Watch this. The same thing. <laughs> I said this before. The same thing. That was sent to teach you a lesson. That was sent to, to help you to grow and to develop and to be disciplined in, in your relationship with God. The same thing God is going to use to break you free. The Assyrians, after God had thought that they did enough, he turned the captive. <laughs> and eventually took the Israelites from up under the hand of the Assyrians. Isaiah called it a yoke. And he said that this yoke, watch this, is going to be destroyed. Amen. By the anointing. Now, those of us who know anything about the anointing, it simply means to rub into or to smear upon. Watch this. Jesus was smeared with the anointing. <laughs> Specifically, watch this, the person, the presence, and the power of the Holy Spirit. Watch this. And because of the presence and the power of the Holy Spirit that would be among Judah, the yoke of bondage would be destroyed. Represented by the anointing of all. Hear this. Isaiah defines the anointing 
as the burden removing, yoke destroying power of God. The anointing is literally God. Check this out, y'all. <laughs> is God on the flesh doing what flesh can't do? Can I say that again? The anointing is literally God on the flesh doing what the flesh cannot do. The Israelites could not free themselves from the Assyrians. But God could. See, the anointing of God it's not a what. Hear me. <laughs> I got to say it. The anointing of God is not a what. The anointing of God is a who. The all <laughs> represents God, can I say it again, on the flesh. Come on here. Hey, wife. So when the anointing is on you, because watch this, listen. Have you ever went somewhere? <laughs> Lord, have mercy. And somebody looked at you and they didn't look at you like normal people would look at you. They would look at you and say, man, the anointing is all over you. But listen, watch this though. Nobody rubbed no oil on you. Oh, you ain't got to say nothing back to me. No, nobody rubbed no oil on you. But somehow, some way, Somebody looked at you and said the anointing is all over you. But no oil is dripping. <laughs> you ain't saying nothing to me. So the anointing, the burden and yoke destroying anointing of God is not a what. It is a who. Because the oil, watch this, represents the anointed one. Lord have mercy. The Messiah, Jesus Christ himself. He is the source, watch this, of our victory and freedom from the yoke of bondage. What do you mean? Watch this. He went to the cross. <laughs> Lord. And on Calvary, y'all ain't saying nothing back to me. He said, it is finished. He destroyed the yoke of sin. Come on. The burden of guilt. The yoke of shame. Come on. He destroyed that. 
and a burden. You know what I found out now? Now we 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 all know, we all know, we all know what a yoke is. We talked about it before. We talked about how farmers used it on ox. Way back in Oak Town, they used ox to put them in the yoke. It means that they are forced. When you are, now listen, can I say this? I almost moved too fast. Let me tell you what yokes do. Now, when we think about a yoke, let's think about it two ways. We can think about it in a positive way where it holds two people together. And then it can also be used in a negative way where you're being oppressed and burdened down. And tonight, we're talking about the yoke in a counterproductive way. We're talking about the yoke and the burdens where worry sets in. Come on. Sadness sets in. Depression sets in. The responsibility of others become your yoke, your burden. And when you take on all of this, you yoke yourself up to things that Keep you from being unproductive. But the prophet Isaiah said. <laughs> just like in the day. Where the Israelites will be free. From the Assyrians. You got to know. You have a, in that day coming for you. Hey Temple. <laughs> Come on here. You, you're in that day is on the way. See, you, 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 y'all remember I did a message about the, uh, the whiz, right? And I, we was talking about how they say it in the song when they going down the yellow brick road, don't you carry nothing? Come on here. That might be a load. So, so those yokes in this is are counterproductive because they, they simply keep you bound to things that are not allowing you to live in your full potential according to the will and the word of God. It's a burden remover. Burden is one of those words that has a double meaning, a noun and verb defined as something you carry or withstand, or it becomes a difficult thing and it acts as a weighing down, overloading or oppressing yourselves when it's used as a verb. Come on, talk back to me. And there are many of us that take on way more than we can handle. Come on, hear me. We're trying to do it for everybody. <laughs> oh, come on, talk back to me. And we're fighting a war, check this out, against ourselves. Hear me? Because we believe, watch this, this yoke of guilt. Come on. This yoke of guilt 
oppresses us or it moves us into a direction where we take on more responsibility than what we're supposed to because, watch this, don't y'all know memory sometimes can be used as a yoke of burden? Because many of us remember in our days when we were growing up, it wasn't so good. Come on, talk back to me. And so because we didn't come up the way we should have, we, we do our best to take on the jobs of other people to do what they're supposed to do. And then you can't do what you're supposed to do for you because you try to make sure everybody else is living right while you can't live. Come on, talk back to me. And then that becomes a yoke. Now hear me. Now don't get me. Don't get read wrong. Please don't get read wrong. There's nothing wrong with making sure <coughs> that things are, are going in a productive way. But it's when you take on the task on yourself. Because you're believing that if you don't do it, it ain't going to get right. It ain't going to get done right. Let me put it that way. You believe if you don't wash the clothes, the clothes won't get washed right. You ain't, <laughs> Come on. If you don't do the grocery shopping, it ain't going to get done right. And here's, watch this, watch this, watch this. And see, and sometimes, watch this, and sometimes being a perfectionist is a yoke. Oh, you ain't saying them back to me. Sometimes being a perfectionist can be a yoke. Why? Because when somebody do something and it's really not according to how you would do it, then we got a problem with it because when you put stuff up to the left, you put it up high and tight. When somebody else do it, they might put it a little low and loose. And so sometimes we have to be careful because we can allow these small things to become great yokes. And instead of moving us in the direction of productivity, we are not producing anything. But Isaiah says, this anointing, this yoke destroying and burden removing anointing will eradicate all of that. That's why Jesus told us over there in Matthew 11 and 28, you need some rest, come unto me. If you're under a yoke, it means you're being forced to live in a difficult, watch this, or unhappy state. Now, a lot of us are doing a lot of things, but I want you to ask yourself, <laughs> How excited or how happy are you when you're doing it? If you find yourself doing things and then you're getting upset doing it, that might be a yoke. Amen. It means to put ourselves under his rule. Jesus invited us to come to him in Matthew 11 and 28. He says, come unto me. All. Who are labor 
and heavy burden. He said, I will give you rest. I'll give you rest. He's inviting you to submit under his rule, to join with him. Why? He said, my stuff is life. Watch this. Listen to what he's saying now. He said, my burden is light. My yoke is easy. <laughs> but yet still, he's carrying the whole world at the same time. And he said, my yoke and my burden is still light, but also carrying the world. Come on now. He's carrying the world. Billions of people in the world. He's carrying a world. And he said, I can also handle your stuff. Oh, they send them back to me. Jesus is the anointing. And he says, I can get rid of your burdens. He said, I just want you to come unto me. Watch this. So one in which he is the yoke mate. And as we submit, watch this. Brother Randolph, what's going on? Here's what I want you to watch. Listen to me. The yoke, watch me, represents submission. Why? Watch this. Because once the animals are locked in to the yoke. Hey, Ms. Hilliard. They have no choice but to submit to the yoke. Why? Because the yoke is doing the directing. <laughs> oh, Lord, have mercy. And it's only when you fight against the yoke is when the difficulties begin to come. You ain't saying nothing back to me. Jesus is saying his authority and are yoked with him, all of us who will come to him will find rest. Rest from your errand running. You ain't saying nothing back to me. Rest from doing this and doing that. Rest. From being, oh, some of us oppress ourselves because of all the things we think we have to do. Jesus is saying, I don't want you to do all of that. Because when you do too much outside of Christ, you have no room for Christ. And 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 yoke destroying. Ain't always connected to addictions. Come on, talk back to me. It's not always connected to immoral living. It's not always connected to adulteresses and, and, and folks who ain't doing right. Yokes are anything that's leading and guiding you and pulling you and you can't break free. Come on here. Yokes are not always trying to break an alcoholic addiction. A yoke 
against anything that's wrapped around you that's keeping you down, oppressed, depressed, sad, and weighed down. That's a yoke. But Jesus said, if you, some, if you come unto me over there in Matthew, see, I can give you rest in that day. <laughs> Go back over there to Isaiah 10, 20. In that day, watch this. In that day, you come to Jesus Christ. He will give you rest. I'm not talking about laying down, getting good night's sleep. He can destroy those yokes that's keeping you from doing what God has already called you to do. Come on, it's food. Yeah, food. What's up, Miss Stanley? But Jesus is saying, mm -hmm. I'll be your load carrier. Whatever got you unequally yoked, come unto me. Watch this. He said, I'll destroy that yoke. Watch this. And get in there with you. And I'll not only help you carry it, but I'll carry the workload. You ain't saying that back to me. <laughs> That's why the Bible talks about being equally yoked. Guess who we can be equally yoked to? Come on here. Jesus Christ is our anointing. Oh, come on. The oil represents the presence and the power and the personality of our Lord and Savior through the Holy Spirit. So the anointing is not a what. <laughs> the anointed one. And the anointing comes through the anointed one. And when the anointed one settles in through you, and around you, the anointing is shown over you. Oh, come on. And he sets you free from whatever is keeping you bound. The anointing destroys any yoke. That is keeping you from being productive according to the word of God. Now watch this. Now I got to get off. I got three minutes. I'm going to have to stay on time tonight. What Jesus is saying. <coughs> Jesus is saying what I want you to do is that when you come to me, watch this. Everything. Everything you thought you had to do, 
Jesus is saying, I'm going to need you to start thinking it different now. He said, because when you come unto me, when you come unto me in that day, <laughs> when he removes it, do not pick it up again. I got to go two minutes. The thing with us, <laughs> that sometimes, watch this, not being able to let go of stuff can be a yoke. Man, I wish I had more time. Lay aside every weight. That's what Paul said. Lay aside every weight. Not just sin, but every weight. He said every weight. They keep you from doing what you're supposed to do. Sometimes not being able to let go. And you know what? I'm, I'm one thing I was I was I was excited that I'm glad about what my mother was able to do. My mother was able to allow us to go. Come on, y'all ain't saying them back to me. She she was able, hear me. I just say she was glad because most of the she didn't want us to go, but she was able. To allow us to go. Hear me. And, and she didn't let us go. With wondering and fretting. And not knowing. She allowed us to go. And always pray for us. Hear me. And so in that. Watch this. What the anointing. What Jesus does. Through his anointing. He gives you peace that surpasses all understanding. So you'll be able, he can give you the strength to let go of stuff so that he can begin to use you for his purpose. See? And this is some of the reasons why a lot of times we don't really see the best of God in our lives is because we got a whole lot of stuff that we got to do for folks. The anointing destroys yokes. It removes burdens. And then Jesus said, not only does it do that, but it can also give you rest. 